and welcome to episode three. Mm-hmm. Magic number is it? three of the life. <laughs> well, it's three the magic. It's the magic <laughs> now of the life laundry podcast with me, Gemma Gray, and me, Chippy. Chippy. Like share, Chippy. <laughs> like Madonna. <laughs> yeah, only only needs one name. Only and interestingly, one. full disclosure. Yeah, I feel we should just say that Chippy has just finished eating a bacon sandwich. And I, we're both in bed, different beds. The, um, it's the boffice, the bed office. Yeah. So my husband a... is very uh, understanding about my boffice. Says, will you be spending the morning in the boffice? Yes. I've got a dog. I'm in my gym jams. I've... Do you not, I, I am dressed. Do you not find? I can't get into the... bed if I'm dressed. Oh, well, my, my bed is made. I'm not in the bed. Oh, you're on bed the bed. Made. I'm on top of the bed. Yeah, I'm in my office rather than on it. So there you go, everybody. That is a lovely mental picture for you all to have. Yeah. And then, and, oh, we had a question. Someone sent in a question <gasps> last week. Sharon yeah. sent in a question. Are we and she it? wanted to... I mean, have you worked that no, out yet? Not, not that organised. Okay. Oh, the irony. Um, <laughs> Sharon sent in a question yeah. and she wanted specifically to know specifically I feel like I should be asking the question so that you can answer it but yeah keep going so she wanted to know the name of the app the period tracker app that we were talking about mm. and it's called the, the my flow so m-y-f-l-o isn't it m-y-f-l-o my flow period tracker um and if and it's got like a purple circle that's what it looks like in the app store so that's the answer to Sharon's question. Don't forget, if you've got a question, then you can go to the link. I'll put a link at the bottom in the description of the pod- of this episode. And you can record a message akin to recording a voicemail. And Tippy and I will do our best to answer your questions. We have, I feel like you and I have aligned, along with a couple of other people that we work with, moderators from the Facebook group. We've kind of like, we've all been going through a very similar situation and we've all come up with exactly the same solution <laughs> yeah we? yeah which is really weird so for those of you that listened to last week's episode you'll know that I was heading off to a very lovely hotel um and squirreling myself away for the weekend two whole nights so I got there on Saturday afternoon and I left on Monday I love mid-morning. the fact that when, as we talk about this the the the, the different options are going to become very obvious Yes, right. Gemma goes to a really lovely hotel. <laughs> but the reason why, and this is the first time we've actually spoken this out loud, yeah. is because I am writing my second book. <laughs> That's really um, exciting. And yes, it's so and I needed the headspace with it without without wanting to sound really wanky to create you do right? though because it's really hard you can't, to bang you out can't, a book yeah you, you can't create and create and cohesively write something worth reading when you're being consistently interrupted by three kids yeah i think and life. yeah i think that's the thing is because i'm i mean you go to your swanky hotel to write your book i'm going to my mum's next week uh to do some of my skin science course because I've got my exam coming up in May and I haven't finished the course, let alone started to work it. But also because, as my husband keeps pointing out, I have about five different jobs and I never get yeah. that time because I do school drop-off, school pick-up, 
as I think I said last week, my house is on the way to the tube. People just come in for coffee, which is very nice. Mm. You know, when people on social media post that thing, that thing on Facebook saying my, my house is always open. The kettle can be on in two minutes for people. Yeah. yeah I feel like I don't ever need to post that. It's just... Whereas my house is not like that. I do not like surprise guests. Okay. So if anyone has got any, you know, anyone the... listening to this, I need at least an hour's notice. It's just, just me- to... introverts. I just, people don't care. Oh. Here I am hermiting, attempting to hermit in my house. <laughs> So I did. I successfully hermited myself away. And um, obviously, when you get um, when you sign a book deal, you get a book advance. So I said to myself, I am going to use part of my book advance and invest it into buying myself the space in a hotel room. I feel like this is a good time for me to flare my knowledge. Um, because this is something that my husband is always like, why don't you write a book and make a million pounds and then neither of us have to work for the rest of our lives. And my, yeah. my dad was an author, so I'm here to tell you that's not how it works. Um, but also, you're ad- that you've done exactly what you should be doing. Your advance is <clears throat> payment to cover your time to write yeah. the book. It's mm-hmm. not like a... It's an advance money on sales. Yeah. So you're doing but you by spending some of your advance on going to write the book is exactly what you should be doing yeah I look and I looked upon it as a business decision um but that's the thing with the what I was going to say about the course that I'm doing is that because someone comes in for coffee I have to walk the dogs blah 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 and it takes me at least an hour to properly settle into it and for my Mm -hmm. brain to go okay science yeah. And it's the same, I think, if you're writing a book, not that I've written. But you can sit and write for an hour, and that's great. But at the end of that hour, you're probably like, right, now I've found my rhythm. And yeah. then if you have it's to stop... almost like warming up for exercise. Yeah, and then if you have to stop because the doorbell's rung or you've, you've got... You know, it's so easy at home to be like, I've got to take that washing out and hang it up or whatever... And it just will take forever to get anything done. Exactly. Exactly. So that was, so that's what I did. And, um, you, so you're going, um, to see your mom and (laughs) I'm going to see um, my mom. You're going to take your computer to soft play. uh, Oh yeah. And then this afternoon, um, um, Ben has got a party and I'm going to take my laptop to soft play. But then one of our moderators, um, had to catch up on some work. And she couldn't, she, she went, had to go into the office at the weekend because she's got like us kids everywhere yeah. making noise. And she, and she was like, it sounds horrendous coming into the office on a Saturday, but I'm having an absolute ball. Yeah. And she like, said once she's like, caught up, this was what made me think about it. She said once she's caught up with her work, she might keep going in on Saturdays and just watch Netflix and put her feet up. Because, and this is something, and this is my, so... This is something that I that, that this whole second book is going to be about. It's it's such a complicated but much needed topic about how women and obviously as my um, social media channel and presence has grown and as the Facebook group has grown. I mean, there's almost a hundred thousand mainly women yeah. in that Facebook group. I mean, that's massive. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, I think. I mean, I've never actually done. I've never actually done any research, but that has to be one of the biggest 
groups in the UK. Oh, I don't know. We should look at that. You go. You we should. should. Uh, <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, it, it, it's quite. Yeah. Big. Anyway, but and, and as like as that's grown, the same thing keeps coming up. Women are con- continually feeling pushed for time, spread too thinly, juggling too many things, and men- mental health is suffering as a result. So much so that we are and like in our like our tiny our circle of people that we know chippy mm. people including ourselves are taking ourselves out of the domestic situation i think the mental load of like uh on you know thursday kid free day um i'll do the big shop online for example everyone has made it so that you now have to do a big shop well in advance because it's all booked up because of the panic buying and people not wanting to go to the shops, which meant I had to do an interim shop. So luckily, because I'm in London, you can get something called a Cardo Zoom and they go to your nearest Waitrose and you can. Okay. So that's really good. So, but it meant I had to do two shops. And I, you know what I mean? And it's that it's the little things. And I just need to be taken out of that. I need to be taken out of the. And I'm sure I slightly micromanage the children when about homework and stuff. And actually, they'll all be fine without me. I think. I think we both work from home. Yeah, and it that is as as in as in lots of ways, it's amazing working from yeah. home because it affords you a lot of flexibility. And but you can in work other in ways, if you work in office, in other ways, it's really limiting because you are in the same environment that you relax in. Yeah, so you're merging the two worlds. Yeah which is one of the reasons why I've had to rent a desk in an office yeah. um, because as my job is growing, like I like this time last year, even like though I was still writing book one or we were going through the editing process, I was nowhere near as busy, busy as I am now. Cause obviously we've added in the app and, and other, other stuff. And I was able to do the Tesco shop online in the same day and not have a much of an impact on my work. But it's impossible for that to happen now. I can't do it. And my head recently has, over the past month, or since Christmas really, has just been so full. And I've done that classic woman thing, which again, we're covering in the book and how to actually navigate your way out of this sort of situation. Um, Where I'm, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. Shit. Yeah. I've literally run out of time. Mm. And not only that, my mental health is on the floor because I've taken all this stuff on. I can't achieve it. Now I feel like a failure. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to let people down. And that awful guilt. So I did this like life pull over the past two or three weeks where I, I, I wrote a list. And to anyone who is overwhelmed at the moment, I 100% guarantee doing this. Write down on a piece of paper every single project that you've got going on doesn't just have to be for work it could be to do with you know everything you might be you know like you're revising for a course something like that I was shocked at how much I had on my plates and it was like well no bloody wonder I feel exhausted nobody wonder I feel like stressed out of my brain and I just went through and I was like what things can I absolutely not drop the ball on and it was the book and it was a couple of other things and the rest deleted yeah I definitely I need to be doing that 
like you were saying with the MyFlow app where it was telling you what you needed to be doing at what time of your cycle. I've been like, I've got so much to do. I've got so much to do. I've got so much to do. And then I'm like, okay, so yesterday I just sorted out some paperwork in my office because you don't really need your brain on to do that. Mm. And I was like, this is going to make me feel better because it needs doing and it's something that needs to be done. And, And it hasn't been done because I've been busy and up and doing other stuff. But now that my brain isn't capable of doing that other stuff, you can file your receipts. Yeah. And so- cornerstones of our family. And if we go under, the whole show goes to yeah. shit. So we have that added pressure of not only keeping the show going, but also who is looking after us? Well, you know, it's that whole comes back to the whole thing of like mothering the mother. So like who who is looking after us, the women, the mums? Like, it is it, at the end of the day, it boils down to ourselves and we need to look after ourselves just as we would look after our best mate or our um, our kid or our other half. And really, that, but it's bloody difficult. I don't know about you, but like since I've had children, I do everything with one ear listening out for the kids. So like showering, I'm listening out and I'm showering super quick, you know, in case one of them needs me or I'm like, you know, doing everything super fast that if I'm not with them, I feel like I have to in some way still be listening out for them. And that's really, really yeah. draining, really yeah. draining. And I don't like, I, I don't, so I don't have a solution to that mental um, shift that as soon as you become a parent or a mom, you instinctively, that becomes part of your life. Yeah. It's just instinct and hormones. Um, but what the, this whole book is about is how to almost take a bird's eye view of everything that you need to do in yeah. life and make sure that you're not a not overdoing it, b be realistic about what you're taking on, and the most importantly, c making sure that you're not dropping the ball on looking after yeah. yourself. There's the amount of women that we see coming into our Facebook group with low mood, depression, anxiety. You know, most of them are tearing their hair out because they're, no one's helping them. Like I put a question in the group yesterday, like how many of you have ever felt like downing tools and going on strike because you feel like people are taking the piss out of you, basically, yeah. and leaning on you too much? And like overwhelming response. So many, yes. But you know what? Didn't help. No, I can imagine that living with someone who can live in a lot more mess than you must be really demoralising. Yeah, so you have a choice. And like, this is like, it boils down to a choice. Do you either, and this is, this is the stark reality of it, ladies and gentlemen. So like, it, it, we have proven anecdotally that striking doesn't work. Um, you either put up and shut up and... and cope with the extra mess and learn to deal with it yeah or you cling to your standards and put up and shut up or yeah i mean one thing that i have found very effective my husband does listen to this so <laughs> i don't want him to a be upset or be cotton on to my evil scheme but what what i do when it's really bad uh when it's husband or partner related really bad which has helped in the past 
is I literally, in my head, remove him from the house, which sounds drastic. It is fairly drastic because I'm very argumentative. I'm quite quick to temper and we get into a stage where he is just getting you know shouted at as soon as he comes in which isn't good for either of us and not good for the boys and so I mentally remove him from the house you know how probably a lot of us fantasize about them but I think it sounds awful because I know that lots of people been through awful divorces but I think a lot of people fantasize about like I can do this without him yeah and so I thought well I can't because my you know I can't for lots of lovely reasons but I'm going to mentally have to remove him from the house because I can't go on being this angry at him. Yeah. The only thing I can change is myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to focus on making sure the boys have got what they need. I've got what I need. If I need to go out, I'm going to sort out babysitting because he, he sometimes can't be trusted to put stuff in his diary. He can't, he doesn't put anything in his diary. It's, it's our main point of contention. And not only does it really work for me because I'm then on my own schedule. I'm not worrying about his pants and his socks and what he's having for dinner. I'm worrying about what I have for dinner. We're eating what I want to eat. And if he's there, that's fine. If he's not there, that's fine. I haven't got that thing of like, but I've ordered this and you're not here. Um, And he notices because he, he's like, where's my, where's my nice wife who shouts at me? as soon as I come in the door and it just shifts it a bit and I think it's that thing almost of just focusing on myself in a rather extreme way but being like I'm really angry it's not going to get better through the constant shouting and you're right it's it's almost a form of self-care where it's like I'm going to put myself at the first yeah well when I was a single mom like that's what you do and you get into a routine and you know without wanting to sound horrible sometimes things just work better I feel terrible because when Joe goes away he went away for 10 days when I was quite heavily pregnant we had builders in the house we didn't have a roof on I had two small children who weren't at school and the first thing he did when he came home he came home walked through the door said hi to everyone picked up a basket of dirty laundry that I'd just bought all the way downstairs we've got four three flights of stairs and took it all the way back upstairs again because he thought it was being helpful. And I was like, <laughs> Oh God, you've literally walked in and like everything's all the, all the things have toppled that have been worth, you know, yeah, we, were, because we you, went everywhere when... on time. The boys were good yeah. about bedtime. I was getting loads of sleep. The house was reasonably tidy. And I was like, Oh God, you're, it's you. It's you. <laughs> because the... I think you, I think you naturally fall into that. Whenever Mike goes away, I naturally fall into single mom mode. And yeah. you don't have to have a conversation with anybody. No, and it's almost like it's okay. The mental load is still there, but it doesn't feel as bad because you're not looking at someone going, well, what are you doing about it? Yeah. But also, I do. I would say that during that 10, 10 days, um, the house was great. We were all on time. Everything was great. I did barely any work. Mm. that was the thing that that I'm not here to be like oh he went away and I was pregnant and I I was like a goddess 
I didn't get any work done. I got very minimal work done because I was so knackered by eight o'clock. And I think what can be or what can knock you off your rhythm is like, well, hold on a minute. Are you are you going to do that? Are you going to pick up the shopping? Uh, 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 I don't know. I mean, well, you've been to the gym four times this week. I've not been once. That seems a bit yeah, unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, and that's what knocks you off your rhythm, I think. Yeah. Um, because because the mental state I'm in at the moment, poor Joe, I go from like naught to 100 on the rage. And I bought a jumpsuit the other day from Rock the Jumpsuit. Little Ooh, shout out there. Always wanted one from there. Yeah, she's amazing. I, and it turns yeah. out her studio is just up the road from me. So I was like, can I come in? Because I'm a, I'm a hobbit. So I need to, I think jumpsuits don't suit me. Turns out she's about two inches taller than me. So she, um, she I got one. But I felt like some sausage meat squeezed into corduroy. So I took it home <laughs> to show, show Joe. And Joe was like, what, what are you going as? And I was like, F you. <gasps> F you. And he was like, well, I just don't know what the occasion is. I'm like, everyday life. And he was like, he was like, oh, oh. And I was like, and I immediately went into the hole. You can walk out of this door and you've got the same body that you had when we met. I mean, there is a little bit more. But do you know what I mean? Whereas I'm constantly trying to readjust to what might be now my new normal. Do you know what I mean? And it's that sort of thing where I'm like, that is my go-to setting of rage for him where I'm like, you can literally, he's, he was very sweet. I was like, I'm really upset about my, my, my shape at the moment. My tummy is back with a vengeance. And he's like, why don't we both go on a diet? And I was like, because we'll both go on a diet. You will lose some weight. I will stay the same. You know why that, but that's again, all hormonal. And it's all hormonal. Exactly. So I was like, so it's not fair. I mean, who wrote all this? I mean, <laughs> it's so work. unfair but i was looking the other day and i was thinking about cultures where actually women are appreciated for having a fuller figure yes i was looking at myself in the mirror today and i was like if i was if i was like in botticellian times or you've got a great figure pre, but i've still got i've got a well thank you but i've got a mom tummy i've got a, a wobbly yeah but tummy. you've got you've got boobs now, I do have, I do have I'm here, I have two of them. <laughs> I'm here to say from those of us of the flat-chested variety right. that that, because from the back, right, we're really getting into it now. If I have no clothes on from the back, I'm okay with it. I've always had muffin tops. And since having kids, my muffin tops have kind of moulded into my bum. So I do look, yeah, like like rounded. Right. And I'm okay with that. And my back, I haven't got like a taut, taut back, but I'm okay with my back view. Yeah. It's fine. My problem is, is that I'm like a 12-year-old in that I have my boobs and then I have a little dent that goes in under the boobs where your ribs are. Yeah. And then I have my mum tum. And you know when teen girls first start getting boobs, but yeah. they've still got a bit of puppy fat? Yeah. That's what I look like all the time. Whereas I think if you've got boobs, proper boobs, um, yeah. then you know. Be fair. Got, I, I, this, I, I, then I, you've I, got the balance. I've always liked my. I've, always, I've I've got my mum to thank for my boobs. I've got. Oh. I really See, my like mom my, my sister. My mum and my sister walk around with great boobs, and I've I've obviously got my dad's chest. If someone said to me, if someone said to me, "What are your favourite bits?" I'd say my boobs and my wrists. I also really like my bum. 
Oh God! I, you, well, you're all right, aren't you? <laughs> no, but I hate my tummy. Like I always used to have a really I hate my tummy. I used to I have a really flat tummy all the time. Like, and then I had a cesarean, and it is mm. just like my also my it, sister has got an amazing metabolism. She's got great boobs, and she her stomach is so incredible that after she had I can't remember if it was her first. I have a horrible feeling it's her second baby. The docs came out and asked where the mother was. I know. And then you've got me, who literally, like, when I entered a room and I was pregnant, my mum would shout, stick to the joists, because I was just so thunderingly large. So, today, we are announcing to everybody about book two, aren't we? Are you excited? I'm so excited. I'm more excited for this one than I was for book one. Yeah, well, um, I get it. I get it. Book one's like you'd been doing it. It was like putting all stuff you'd already done into a book. Yeah, this me, and you already knew it inside material. and out. Brand new material, never to have been seen, read. It's not on the blog. It is. It is like literally brand it's spanking new, fresh, fresh from, from your my, brain. Yeah, fresh <laughs> from the brain of Gem. Um, so really excited about that. So it's out in September, the end of September. It's available to pre-order now. Is it? Yeah, it's on Amazon. I should, I, I should know that. You should know that, yeah. It's, a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's on Amazon already. Um, I'll put a link in the description of this podcast. So go out and buy it because, you know, I invested a lot of money in my hotel room, right? And it... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't even take your agent. I need, I need to justify going to that hotel room. Um, so that's my good thing for today oh yeah positive and you've thing. made a really good start yeah it's hard when you're like when to start writing once you're in the zone and you're in the flow and i have to say once i got rid of all of the extra jobs that were just weighing me down what? i literally felt like marley's ghost with all of those chains yeah and things and now i've shed those chains my creativity has come back and it's just like it's a it's popping it's popping <laughs> How many words have you done? Uh, Twenty-one thousand words. Perfect. Oh, that's well. a lot, and that I think the thing that's really daunting. I used to wonder about it with my dad as well. It's like, how do you sit down? I mean, he had a few more words to write than you. You've. I don't think I'd be able to do the amount that you've got to do. Like, it's a lot. Well, you just got to break it down, like so. I well, I know. I, as your as your agent, my advice is just to sit and write. But it is mm. still it's that starting, isn't it? That's like, oh, we've talked about it loads. Yeah, writing that first one thousand words is a bit of a slog because <laughs> you're like, yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then you kind of stay in introduction mode for a while. Yeah. And then, but then once you start getting into the nitty gritty and really getting into the, the, the heart of the topics, that's when it really starts to flow. And I love it. I mean, I literally, I, I would, I would be a writer for the rest of time. If, if the gods that works, that works it, for me, it's just the, I, I just, I'm, I love it. It's of my element. And I hope when you read the book, everybody listening that you can, you feel the love coming out of it and the passion behind it because a lot of passion has gone into this i've keep i nearly burst into song then but i restrained myself what's your positive thing 
before we wrap up what's oh, your positive God, thing my for this positive week? thing for this week yeah oh it's tricky that's a run uh, dmc song oh, oh tricky. it's tricky it's tricky <laughs> tricky tricky um it's tricky you're asking a depressed person what the highlight of the week was yes and i think it's probably important that you find one. Oh my god i know what it was what i went to see alanis morissette <gasps> yes you did you were going to come with me and then you said no well, because, because i was so responsible i've only but i've only ever been to take that and bruno mars <laughs> Oh god! Oh no! Oh no! I went to um, what was space? I went to space. Oh, oh! I loved. Yeah, they were good. I went to space in the nineties, late nineties, early two thousands. They were the species is the deadly, more deadly than than male. Um. I love space. To send in a question, you can do so via the link in the description, and you will be wanting to pre-order the book. That's a little top tip from me to you then the link is also in the description and we shall speak to you all next time. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye, Chippy. Bye, Jen. Bye, Jen. <laughs>